welcome to the Business of Property podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Stuart. We're both property people running our own businesses. This podcast is just us chatting, as we often do, about anything and everything property. So, uh, Stuart, I think with all the changes in the world at the moment, you were just saying you can't remember what you had to eat yesterday. Um, <laughs> well, okay, if you're going to put me on the spot, it was mushroom chilli, all right? I can actually remember. It is, um... You're doing better than me, I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to remember more than seven sleeps ago. That's my problem, but uh, that's that's age for you. But we we were talking about more pertinent things to the to the title of this podcast in relation to property, I believe. Uh, we might have been. I, I, I struggled to remember five minutes ago, never mind last night. So <laughs> um, I, I think we were we were just sort of talking about all, all the ups and downs and and rapidly changing things in the world. And I was uh, I was under the impression that. Uh, in-person property valuations had stopped a while ago and uh and and you you you've told me not you, you've had a valuation done well i'm obviously nervous now so if anyone from any legal body or ombudsman is listening i'm not sure it did actually happen <laughs> but yes hypothetically I had a valuation on an HMO property yesterday, a seven-bed HMO. Obviously, we, we, we followed sort of protocols on it. The I mean, the surveyor phoned me, said that he'd like to conduct the survey. I shall mention no names. And I said, of course, provided the tenants are happy and provided you take precautions and you do it in a socially distanced manner, i.e., you know, you know whatever the meterage is and you're wearing mask and gloves – and I spoke to the managing agent and, you know, the tenants were fine. They just said, you know, as long as he's only going to pop his head through our doors and not touch anything, which he didn't. He really just needed to whiz around the property, which I I mean, I see it in, from two perspectives. From from my perspective, obviously, I kind of want it to happen because it's part of a refinance. And as we were talking, I'm getting nervous about whether that would come to fruition anyway, because I've got three, mm. three refinance uh, free, free refinance mortgages happening at the moment. We, we kind of started talking about this because we, we've just been on uh, on a quick call with a, uh, a mortgage broker who we were supposed to be recording with today, but uh, has been called away for uh, urgent poor patrol duty. Um, yeah, we can empathise. <laughs> indeed. Um, so, and he was saying that uh, the mortgage world is is changing rapidly but is still going it, it, it mm. is things are still happening it's definitely not shut down it is it is alive um so so there, there's hope still for your uh, your um remortgages and and valuations and things that you've got going on presumably i know it's getting bad when you you're having to chivvy me up so i know that's uh I know. <laughs> but thank you i i appreciate the uh the positivity it's, it's and the optimism i think we get to that stage where it's needed. I I don't know. I I, I don't. I, I try to avoid news and uh, getting sucked down uh, depressing wormholes. Um, so now we're all sort of shut away in our, our own little uh, home bubbles. Uh, I I kind of don't feel too negative about it. It's um, the world outside is 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 a distance away. Don't don't, don't need to worry about it anymore. Yeah, and I feel the same. I feel the same, actually. I think, you know, I've yeah, posted yesterday on LinkedIn just about the fact that I've been out in the kids with the garden doing their PE classes with them, football. And I think we've been very fortunate that uh, we've had some top quality weather 
and obviously more fortunate that we're not directly impacted by this at the moment because that's the that's the uh, yeah that's the real concern isn't it for those that are impacted those that are actually on the front line i think for for a lot of us you know just being asked to stay at home is it's the easy as, part really isn't as, it as simple as that is yeah it seems to be very difficult for others but yeah we, we've we've got the easy job to be asked to sit at home and i was only reflecting on it well as we were talking on a zoom call earlier on you, you know we we are geared up for this now and i appreciate that not all sectors can do what we're doing but we, we're in a modern age where you can stay as connected sat on your sofa as you could wherever in the pub or the restaurant because we've got all sorts of technology to support that so yeah, indeed. So it's, a, it's a, a fortunate age, really, to be able to cope with a lot of it. Yeah. Um, obviously, lots of jobs and roles and things are, are not not able to cope quite as well, even with the technology. It's, um, yeah. Well, we, we've digressed slightly off the topic, and, and, and obviously for, for good reason. But back on the point is that, yeah, essentially the surveyor wanted to do it. He's actually been to the property, so I now just have to wait for those results to come back. I was think I was saying to you, my concern is whether the offers I've got will stay on the table. So I've got, um, you know, AIP's agreement in principles for three mortgages. One of the properties I'm splitting the freehold into two properties. So it's actually now I'm getting three mortgages where once there were two and then looking to, yeah, refinance and use those funds for uh, another project, which I am in, in the throes of purchasing at the moment as well, actually. So I need to check on that. On that freehold split, you're taking one freehold and splitting it into three. Is that no two? So essentially, okay, why, why three mortgages? Because I've got another property that I'm refinancing. Ah, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's a simple one. Too much going on. <laughs> there, do you know? It's funny when people say, "Have you got much going on?" I always say, "Not really." But then I've just realised um, we're splitting this freehold on one property. So I've got i um, working through two mortgages, refinancing another seven bed property i'm purchasing a three bed property which we are due to convert into a four bed and i'm also 95 percent of the way through a flip project let's not talk about the outcome of that but you know at least if the project gets finished and you know so that, so there is a fair amount going on and that's obviously just the top line stuff yeah i, I think that's a fair amount um so uh let, let's have a quick run through all of that then what's what what has been and what hasn't been impacted by uh, by the changes of, of working from home and, and viral concerns? Well, obviously, people not being able to turn up on site is a big impact. So the builders that were working on the flip project, quite rightly, you know, some of them said we're not, you know, we're concerned. So they're not they're not turning up. Uh, okay, so when we, I think on our last recording and last episode, um, when we recorded you said uh, you were expecting that to be completed by the time the episode aired. Um, so presumably between recording and airing, your builders um, decided that they, they needed a bit more social distancing. Mm. Um, so you, you've, you, you've still got work pending on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we're all there by the shouting. I mean, I visited the property a couple of weeks back and, um, it was it was it was wasn't in a great state if I'm honest. It was lots of rubbish hadn't been cleared. 
but that's all been done now. So we're on the final straight. Second fixes have mostly been done, I believe. Kitchen's in. So we, we so we're converting a, t- a one bed into a two stroke three. It's probably a it's probably a two with a study. It's going to be quite nice actually. It's going to have a it's a, it's a really nice flat. Really, I think it's about eight hundred square foot. We're going to two bed. Um, but that, that's mostly done. I think in the next two weeks. I think that I think the lead builders kind of said he's happy to go because he'll pretty much be on his own. And if he's driving there, literally he just parks up and goes up to the flat. So I don't think it's an issue. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, and I don't expect anyone to do anything that I'm not comfortable doing. You know, if I'm staying at home isolating, I, it'd be hypocritical of me to expect anyone else to do it. So that's him. But I did have a long conversation with another builder yesterday who happens to do a lot of the maintenance around uh, Plymouth. So where all of my properties are. Or most mm-hmm. of the properties are, and he said, you know, that's that's all stopped now, and the only work they're working on is maintenance work. And uh, I don't know about anyone else, but it gets quite frustrating because you know, after a, sort of like a week at home, I'm sort of ready and I'm chomping at the bit to get things moving and done. So I'm phoning people, and they're like, "Yeah, we can't wait to get started on that, Stuart, but you need to give us at least two weeks, and then we'll see where we're at." So yeah, a bit frustrating. Yeah. Hmm. So, so the flips kind of on pause, although maybe making some some slight progress with uh, yeah, the single builder. I'd, I'd say just it's just it's it's probably what do you call it? You know, old cars. You'd say are on it's on limp mode. It's <laughs> it's it's just going to go slowly. Yeah. Um. So then uh, we talked about one one refinancing, uh, which you've still had the valuation go ahead. Um. So I think that leaves us the uh, freehold split and and refinancing there. Uh, has that seen any impact yet, or is is it not really at a a point where where you would? Is it just sort of waiting for for paperwork to be processed and things? Or? Yeah, the, it's it's. I've had the agreements in principle. The uh, the offers have been made. The valuations have been done. One valuation was let's you know I probably put it in for slightly more than I, I was hoping for. <laughs> which may not surprise anyone that listens to this podcast. So that came in about 10% lower than, than I was projecting. The other one came in exactly what we asked for. So, so that's fine. The challenge on that one is just finishing the legals of the, of the split actually. So I'm waiting to hear back from the solicitors. They've kind of gone um, MIA. Whereas I think everyone else now, it's, it's a bit like, I don't know if you agree. It's a bit like, you know, when GDPR came into effect, you started hearing from everyone and their wives, even companies that you didn't even know you subscribed to started saying, can you hit the button? You're like, oh, right. And it didn't know. I was, Thank you for reminding me. I'll unsubscribe. I've got the same thing with with this coronavirus. I'm getting emails from companies I didn't even know existed, you know, telling me about yep. coronavirus, except from the people I need to hear from, like my solicitor. Yeah, actually, I've, I've heard, I've had two, maybe three emails from... Uh, from a solicitor I dealt with, uh, oh, crikey, maybe, well, I think five plus years ago, um, during a, uh, a difficult, um, eviction process. Um, so you use them for, for a while and, and so that was just the, the single engagement, uh, and not, not heard from them since. And now suddenly in the last couple of weeks, I've had a couple of emails about, um, coronavirus and what they're doing to to keep working and and how we can uh, 
be good citizens and things. And then uh, the last one was uh, was them trying to sell me a will, um, uh, at which point I uh, found the unsubscribe link. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, there's uh, a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of zombie mailing lists being brought back to life. I think at the moment, um, not not really for the uh, for the general health of most people or or uh, or the internet at large. I think. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so you've not actually heard from your your solicitors you're waiting for at all. So you you don't know whether they've they've gone into remote working lockdown or whether they're having staffing troubles or or anything. Yeah, not this particular one. I mean, dealing with lot. I mean, you know, dealing with multiple um, solicitors. But yeah, actually, a couple of them have gone quite quiet, which is um, which is strange. Mm. Uh, and then the other challenge on the on the refinance remortgage, as I have to appoint. In fact, no, the, on the purchase that I'm doing, on the purchase, I need to appoint both solicitors. One, because we're doing a um, – it's a mortgage. Now, it's kind of a bridge. It's a bridge to let. So we're doing a bridge to purchase the property, but it's going to stay with the same provider, Precision. And then once the works are finished, it converts into a um, buy-to-let product. Mm-hmm. And obviously – I say obviously, but every every bank, you know, takes everything from you that they can. And on this one, I, I still need to appoint their side of solicitors. So I've got two sets of legal costs, which is a which is a real pain in the backside. So what what stage are you at at the moment in in, in that sort of purchase process? Well, just having this conversation reminded me I need to drop a note to the solicitor just to find out. I, 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 Actually, on that one, we're just finalising the mortgage. So we've had the um, just finalising the mortgage offer. So I'm just I need to provide them with paperwork. And, and you've not had um, you've not had any indication that they want to um, change their offer or, or adapt things at all. No, not via the broker. I mean, if anything, I felt that brokers are getting more a little more active. Again, you know, it's, it's anecdotal and it's from a straw poll of two, but they're certainly reaching out a little bit more talking about how they can help what they can do. So, I mean, I think it feels like a lot of um, businesses where they're able to still work and work remotely. They're trying to drive business forward, which is absolutely the right thing to do. Yeah. Quite. So you were, you said you were planning to, uh, you're buying on a bridge while you do some work um, before converting onto standard mortgage. Yeah. Uh, that bridge, how long were you expecting that to be for? It'll probably be well, be no more than six months. Have you changed that that period at all in in light of uh, uh, the current delays on on builders and and what have you? No, because we haven't had the final mortgage offer yet. So, to be honest, once the paperwork's done, my side, and once we've got the mortgage offer, then we can then then I'll review it because that that won't be done for another couple of weeks. And I think we'll know. Well, we, we won't know anything for sure, but hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll get a sense of because in the back of my mind of off the record obviously it's kind of one of those where i'm like well we'll get to mortgage offer we'll see where we are in a couple of weeks time two to four weeks time because it may just be we say actually it doesn't make sense to to do what we were thinking of doing but yeah my, my view is always we'll keep pushing ahead i mean i like the property i like that you know i like the value i'm paying for it i like what i can do with it you know, convert it from a three to a four. So nothing's changed in my mind. However, 
you know, if we are on lockdown for three months, yeah, we, we can't do anything. So it wouldn't make sense for me to to progress. You, you do know that we're recording this. So it's hard to, <laughs> hard to have things off the record and and recorded with the intention of publishing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. No, I mean, because my, um, my, my view is that we, we, we'll progress regardless because that's I'm quite bullish in these scenarios until until literally I'm cut off at the knees and and have to listen to people that, that talk sense like your good self. <laughs> I won't be cutting your knees off. It's okay. <laughs> Far too squeamish to do anything like that. <laughs> so you, you've got nothing in progress at the moment, nothing you're concerned about? The, uh, only only one thing that's sort of just a little on the horizon uh which is a, a gas safety check that i've got due in april um and i'm not quite sure how how that process is going to work at the moment um obviously it's going to take a a, a a lot more care and consideration between the the tenants and uh the the gas engineer to to be able to to schedule that and and actually perform it with uh, with appropriate distancing in mind well we just had a uh, boiler replaced on wednesday you know t- a couple of days ago and uh it, you know they were saying i think there's still debate over whether they are they being gas safety engineers are considered to be you know essential and frontline and obviously mm. our, our our perspective given that we haven't had heating or hot water for five days was yeah you bloody are <laughs> But yeah, I, I guess the, I guess the government will decide. But it seems to me, you know, that's a pretty. Yeah, you know, it's one of the primary things down on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, isn't it? You know, heating. Yeah, I think so. Uh, a safe, uh, uh, safe living quarters or, or arrangements, whatever. Yeah, I think are pretty important. Mm. Uh, yeah, have, have you got any other uh, works planned in tenanted properties or anything that? Um, you think might be be tricky well it's all going on at the moment i've got a property with a hole in one of the bathroom ceilings fortunately they have two bathrooms so that's a first world problem but i kind of want to get it fixed because i can't stand the thought of having tenants in a house with a hole in a ceiling to be honest with <laughs> yeah with a bucket so but that too is on hold because the, the agents that need to go out and look at these properties aren't allowed to go in those and and I think the particular house yeah. in question is is in isolation, is in is in okay. actual isolation. So, yeah, so you definitely need to um, uh, put safety ahead of aesthetics in that case. Then we do, we do. And you know, if it was their only bathroom, then I think that would constitute, in my eyes, a bit of an emergency. But it's it's in the basement. It's fine. They've shut the door. There's a bucket under the hole. They can live as normal. So I'm less worried about it. I just don't like the thought of it. But yeah. As we know, these are strange times, and we've just got to take take what comes and do the best we can. Indeed. How are you finding uh, your managing agents? Because you, pretty much all of your properties are are managed with agents, aren't they? Have Have any of them shut down or or had not to, shut uh... down? I mean, they're just just working remotely. So I think you know they're they're all accessible, they're all available, which is which is great. Um, How about? Um, how about your purchasing agents that you're you're dealing with at all? Are any of those still around? I think um, and quite a lot of them have uh, uh, gone into hibernation. Maybe not shut down, but um, 
but certainly uh, reduce staff and things like that because of course they can't do can't do any valuation visits they can't um, do any viewings or anything like that so uh, I think hibernation is a good word I mean again I've had an agent just gone MIA they've I need to email them actually but you phone the the main lumber and that's just going through to a to an answer machine but it doesn't say whether or not there's anyone around so Mm. so I think I think there's just a little bit of uncertainty in in some areas I think I think the majority of people I work with companies I work with I would say 80 percent plus have handled this really well I've got accountants I've been dealing with I mean they actually email me every day um, with the updates from the government and so on and how that impacts tax how that impacts corporation tax what we can do on business rates dividends you know so i think they're just progressing but then you you're always going to have the 15 20 percent that kind of don't handle it as well and just drop off the radar which is not the way you want it but but there you go yeah indeed um how have uh uh, how have you been finding uh, your your own working from home yeah for me that's been absolutely fine a little bit like you just work consultatively so the only challenge for me is getting hot ears because i've I've got you know headphones on <laughs> you know headphones and a microphone on you know sometimes for you know seven eight meetings a day and you know we're, we're also conducting other meetings and you know it's really what i really like about this sort of environment is where you know things just carry on so where there were a you know, local networking meetings, they're now running those on Zoom. And I think that's, I think it's really good that everyone's just trying to keep things going as best they can. Yeah. My daughter's uh, guides group uh, did a a Facebook live um, this week instead of their their meeting to to set some challenges. And uh, uh, my son's scouts group uh, had a, a Zoom call uh, which I think was a little little chaotic with lots of scouts shouting and, and things, but um, but I think seemed to work okay. And uh, and similarly, there's a, a Zoom call scheduled for uh, for my other son's beavers group tomorrow. No, tonight. Yes, tonight. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, as you say, people have just largely decided to get on with it and, and made the jump to the technology and, and using the tools more. And so far, I think, so good really it's um it's obviously different but uh but it's still going yeah and that's it i think that's that's the spirit is we just got to keep moving ahead as best we can yeah indeed as um i mean you, you and i normally uh uh use a, a shared co-working space for uh for a lot of our, our time even though we obviously sort of can um, work from home. I mean, we, we work remotely all the same, just in a, in a shared space. Um, and of course, we're not not visiting that at the moment. Uh, so there's uh, some changes going on, but um, but it's it's all all surmountable really at the moment. That's it. So I think that's a that's a good point for us to wrap up, isn't it? Is that we uh, stay positive. It's all surmountable. Indeed. <laughs> we, we keep uh, going. Di- yep. Different, but. Um, but not necessarily uh, bad. And, and we've avoided the word unprecedented. Well done, us. Oh, look, look you would have spoilt it <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> or maybe I'll edit that bit out. We'll, we'll see. Well, that's no, fine. That's a good test for whether people listen to the whole episode or not, <laughs> whether you get some stick. <laughs> that's the point, actually. Um, it, it, it would be great if, um, 
if more people got in touch and uh there are details to 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 reach us uh via facebook or or twitter um and uh and email you can reach um reach us as simon at the business of property.com or stuart at the business of property.com um so, so please people please do um be, be great to hear uh, any comments or thoughts or how other people are uh, adapting to the the new challenges and uh, and looking forward be great stay safe indeed and show notes are at the business of property.com <laughs>